don't even care if you cry. I've heard that song too many times. Never, never lie. Uh, right push me to the edge. Ah. All my friends are dead. Put me to the edge. All my he, friends are dead. Right. No, I, I know. It's, oh. I know. I talk about emo a lot, but like that, he his That's vocals emo. are literally emo. Like, yeah, it's, it's emo like rap. Emo mate. rap. Oh god, it's, it's a new wave. Actually, terrible. <laughs> Anyway, there's, that, uh, there's that Juice World song as well. Oh God! You know, oh, no. I see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you, but I cannot change you. Whoa! I hate it. <laughs> All right, it, it's emo. What are you on about? You should love it. Oh, I guess I got a prejudice. It's, it's got. It's got to be classic emo, hasn't it? Yeah, prejudice. You just you don't like these black youths taking over your emo music. Shall we do the clapping, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm Chris Tarrant. I'm joined with Connor Bryan, who's aiming to earn one million pounds this evening. How are you doing today, Connor? You feeling confident? I'm doing good, but I thought Chris Tarrant left and Jeremy Clarkson was the host. I, I was expecting to meet Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, fuck, we, I've we gone back in time this, again. Shit. Yeah, it's actually 2006. Oh, no. Uh, it's 7pm that... in your living room. You're with your parents, you're on ITV, and uh, you're about to win, or potentially win, £1 million. Alright, what's my question? On this primetime evening show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Your first question, what yep. is the name of this podcast? Oh fuck! Um, can I phone a friend? Uh, you've already used a lifeline. I know it's the first question, but you have already used a lifeline. I am sorry, uh, but you can ask the audience. Okay, now nah, I got this. I got this. I got this. Mm. You sure? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, no, I haven't I even given you the options. Wait, uh, option A is <laughs> the talking film podcast. Yeah. Option B, yeah. the talking music podcast. The talking. Option yeah. C, the talking book podcast, and option D, the talking clothes podcast. What is oh, your fuck. final you know answer? What? This, this is a tough one. This is a toughie. You know. Mm. Um, uh, you can't ask yeah, the audience. You know what? Nah, I've got this. I've got this. It's talking music this. podcast. That that that's, that's where we're at. Final yeah. answer. Final answer. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Ooh, come on, Tarrant boy. Don't call me that. Give me, give me, give me that juicy answer, Connor. Yeah. I'm sorry, you have lost all the money you've earned, which was nothing. You're going home with zero pounds. This is actually the Talking Book Podcast. I'm sorry. Please. Oh, that's so. Up. That's a relief. I've I've been reading some books lately. That's all right. Well, shame on you, because it's actually April 1st in 2007, and uh, this is the Talking Music Podcast. <laughs> hey, money. I'm Josh Ferguson, not Chris Tarrant. I'm joined with Connor Bryan. He is yes, still Connor Bryan, indeed. And uh, yeah, this is the Talking Music Podcast, the show where we, you guessed it, talk about music. Sorry for the uh, divergence there in the beginning. We're just, yeah, we're trying to shake things up a little bit. Yep, like Barry B. Benson. Bzz, bzz. I'm a bee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. I almighty. swear we have autism. I swear, man. I think we're all a little bit on the spectrum. Let's be honest. Oh, on the spectrum in a special way. No. Oh, God. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> Speaking of autism, yeah. let's talk about Animal Collective. Oh boy, yeah, let's jump right into that one then. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, right. So yeah, uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Animal Collective, which is the album you recommended me. Yeah. Uh, Spirit They've Gone, Spirit They Vanish. Yes. I get that right. Spirit They're Gone, Spirit They Vanished, yeah. That's it. Hey. I get confused too. Pat myself on the back. And uh, the second record we're going to be talking about, which is the album I recommended you, mm-hmm. is Jim O'Rourke's Eureka. Yeah. So two very different albums. Buddy. But both eclectic underground classics mm-hmm. in a special way. They both um, came ar- uh, out about the same time as well. One's 1999, the other's 2000. So. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. piece that together. To be mm-hmm. um, which do you want to start with, though? Uh, should we start with Jim O'Rourke? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually intrigued to see the. I'm intrigued to talk about the evolution of him. Yeah, you know, from uh, Sonic Youth to like this really gentle, beautiful, like. Well, that's what I mean. You know? Is that like I? I haven't like I, I'm a massive Sonic Youth fan, but like I say that I've only listened to like their major stuff up until Dirty. Like I haven't even listened to like Washing Machine, so I've never listened to the albums that Jim O'Rourke was on. Like because he okay. did he did a lot of their later albums, and I think he was like sort of their added instrumentation so when they were expanding their sound mm. that's when they brought him in which kind of makes okay. a lot of sense because he's a multi-instrumentalist like and as you can tell from this album like he does a lot of stuff yeah it's um, a very grand sounding album definitely but obviously comparing this album to anything by sonic youth like it's not noisy it's not like like kind of in your face and like like there's actually singing involved you know um yeah <laughs> but no like i think as my my thoughts overall is that i i find this album is is fucking beautiful like it's hey, really nice. really like lovely sounding like there there yeah, there are very so few fuzzy. yeah i know there's there's really few albums that sound like really just genuine and like kind of like mm. a hug and like <laughs> that, that sounds like a really weird way to describe an album, but just ah, oh, just like like the thing that I'll say about both these albums that I was really appreciating yesterday. When I was listening to this on the way home. Was that like it really made me appreciate the album as a format, like because the the songs yeah. are so one in, in, in one sound like obviously every track is different but the way that each track kind of molds into the next and kind of like each track is different but an album is important as like collecting these sounds together and making these sounds unified and yeah, and, and feeling yeah. like despite it not being necessarily a concept album feeling conceptual and it, and it really made me have this weird meta moment of like what an album is and it was it was really really strange <laughs> shit okay <laughs> yeah um but no it it, it, it was uh, it's just such a it's such a lovely album like i have a few reservations with it but i feel like a, <sighs> i should get into my positives first unless you want to hear reservations yeah. first well mm, i mean like i, I do just want to praise it because like me personally i don't have any reservations okay i think it's a genuinely like you said authentic Mm -hmm. um genuine album that's so beautiful and like so sincere yeah as well like there's so many the lyrics the instrumentation everything on here is just so detailed and Mm -hmm. wonderful yeah but yeah like i so yeah uh actually you know what no 
Like since I I'm so in love with this record, I actually do want to hear your grievances, and then we can talk about like okay. why this record's so good. So my uh, there there's there's one track on here that I I don't hate or dislike, but there's one track on here that like if I could remove any from the track listing, mm-hmm. it would be uh, it'd be something big, and. Uh, oh! No, I mean, like, I, I can see why you'd say yeah. that, but it's, oh, it's fun. It, it, like, like, it something is... Something big is what I'm looking for. But it, it kind of, you, you can't deny that it kind of does sound like a just, like, a bigger instrumentation-backed elevator music song. Like, or yeah, just, but like, like I, something I that would like... play as, like, a TV jingle, like... Well, that, that I think that's the point, you know. I know, like, but it just is following a song called "Please Patronize Our Sponsors." Yeah, no, that's true. But so, like, there is that theme of like, you know, fighting back at commercialism and, you know, the higher ups and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just kind of like feeding into that '50s, '60s nostalgia. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and it definitely felt like that. Like the aesthetic is there, and like, don't get me wrong, like everything on the song is played well, but like I just I'm not into like that kind of like lounge music stuff. And so when it when it when it comes on, I'm just like it it's fine, and like obviously it fits well within the track listing. But if I were to say if there's one song that I would want to get rid of, it would be that track. Um, but. It ain't yeah. my favorite song on the album either, but I no, know. I think I think it's a worthy inclusion on the album. Mm. Yeah, it's a good, fair. it's a good feel good moment on the album. It's like so much of the album beforehand is, while it is beautiful and uh, endearing, it mm. is kind of uh, soul draining in like an emotional sense. I, you know? I see. It's weird. Like I feel happy listening to this album, but yesterday's listen, I, I was too, being, I yeah, was being does, quite like, tug at you. Yeah, no, like, I, I was being quite intent with my listening yesterday, and, like, I was paying a bit more attention. There, there is some, like, melancholy, like, tinged yeah. into a lot of it, but um, I think uh, my, my only other reservation, really, is that I think the track Eureka is just a little bit too long. Like, it's, like, no, nine, nine minutes off. long. No, it's not too long, man. <laughs> it's, it's just the right length. Because it's like so now now like I'll get into my positives because then like on the other side you've got the opening track of uh, Women of the World like yes. which is just Women like the, the most gorgeous like yeah. opening uh, like to us like an album mm. and like it's it's lyrics are like fucking Jim O'Rourke was ahead of the game like fucking fuck me like um like his lyrics just like, <laughs> like saying like women I don't of think the world he invented the suffragette movement or anything nah but <laughs> like in terms of like like praise towards this shit like you you're hearing it a lot now like of like people saying yeah, like yeah, women yeah. should run the world and everything like Beyonce releases a song women should run the world and like people go fucking nuts for it. it's like here's Jim O'Rourke yeah, Beyonce in, get the fuck out Jim in O'Rourke 1999 saying women should run the world otherwise the fucking world will run itself into the ground and it, it, chaos will form and it's so weird <laughs> because you've got yeah you've got those lyrics of basically saying like the world's shit and we need women to like take over and actually like solve our like problems um in like this most endearing way and like the music behind it is so lovely and like the build like it's quite a long song it's like eight minutes nine minutes yeah. something like that eight minutes yeah and uh and its build is just lovely like you've got this sort of really folky acoustic guitar but then like you've got these strings that are in the background the drums are really lovely and then it mm. builds up to this really really nice breakdown this really really sweet sweet breakdown with the xylophones or or, or whatever the uh the instrument that's being played is 
yeah it's just so so lovely um and so for me like a lot of this sound like i swear like uh sufi and stevens must have been slightly inspired by this album when making illinois like just just the 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 use Mm. of horns the use of like the added instrumentation with like some melancholic vocals like it really does give me some some illinois vibes like completely um but yeah, that... I, yeah, never made that connection, but that's actually really a good point. yeah. I mean, like, I just I don't know, like, the emotions I get from both of those records are different. Yeah, totally different. So I, I, I've just never made the connection, but yeah, I can understand why you think that. You know? Yeah, don't get me wrong; like, they're they're very very different albums in terms of what they are, but like in in terms of yeah, like yeah. sound, like I feel like there's some inspiration there. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I I could definitely like in my mind see some inspiration for Sufjan from this album mm-hmm. um but yeah this like personally uh as i've listened to eureka over the last few months mm-hmm. uh just never really made that connection and then that might be because like the grandiosity on this album is very understated yeah in, it's like, very kind of subtle key. way but yeah yeah like illinois is very like grand in your face mm-hmm. ambitious whereas uh eureka on the other hand is very human I mean, like, no. yeah, and 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 this this was the thing is that like listening to it, I because it uh, I I would consider it kind of a, a folk record, I guess, like with extended instrumentation. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's kind like, of like sophisticated pop. Yeah, almost. like yeah. Um, but for me, it was like if if you took like most of like my favorite like pop folk, like, if that's even a genre, like uh, singer singer songwritery type stuff and like molded it into one this is kind of like the formation you get like there um i've got i've got my notes here uh blah, 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 blah. i think it's on through the through the night softly um, um it, yeah. yeah yeah is is like gorgeous but like so pianos from there like remind me of stuff from like uh father john misty's pure comedy like and then like there are horn sections that remind me of like neutral milk hotel like there's like there's all this stuff that like i can see all these other artists that have done like like recently that sound like they've been pulled from this album like there there's this is kind of like the amalgamation of just so many like folky stuff that i love and yeah. it's kind of like just... we, we, it's interesting yeah. you say all this because this isn't like a major album this is relatively obscure in I terms know. of you know musical history mm-hmm. so um and yeah like obviously this is just on the end of 1999 mm-hmm. so this isn't like the genesis of a lot of these ideas or you know inspirations yeah um but i think the core of what you're saying is that uh, you can pull certain ideas and concepts that have transcended through different artists yeah. from yeah, yeah. this album. I think what what you're essentially saying is that this album feels timeless. Yeah, because it like is very timeless. much. Yeah, I, I like listening to this. Like, I I wouldn't like if if no one told me that this was made in 1999, I would not have been able to put down when it was made. Like, yeah, I really, it, really. It's very retro have. but still modern at the same time. Yeah, it's very forward yeah, yeah, thinking yeah. but also nostalgic. There's um, like some of the lyrics are like really tongue in cheek as well, especially on um, mm. uh, Go- Ghost Ship in a Storm, I think has some <laughs> yeah, wonderful lyrics on that. that. Like <laughs> yeah. really, really lovely. I got hit by the car <laughs> as I was holding a cake. <laughs> it's just, it's like, it's it's kind of a funny song to listen to, but like the backing instrumentation and how smoothly it's transitioned into from um, from Women of the World. 
like is mm. is really really nice. Um, and then, oh, can we please please yeah. talk about movie on the way down? Yes, yeah, yeah. That's probably please. my favorite track on this thing. Yes, thank yeah. you. We, we actually agree on something. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Like, it just so sounds so comforting. Fuck. Like it's so yeah. so lovely. Like, um, and yeah, it's just like the the build up of like this really warble like drone for like the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even like a like a harsh drone. It's like a very soft drone. Mm-hmm. Um, still quite comforting in a weird way. And yeah. then it just like divulges into this piano ballad, which yeah. then progresses and builds and builds and builds until you get like these grand horns. And, yeah. Like, but oh, it's just gorgeous, man. And like the lyrics as well. Yeah. Utterly, utterly heartbreaking while still aspiring to be something better mm-hmm. you know like jim's singing about uh about pride and do you feel proud of who you are yeah and uh, yeah. do you look yourself in the mirror does the mirror say good day today you know i know and like it's it's like it's really really kind of life affirming like obviously like there's mm. like like i've been saying like there's some melancholy tinged into it um yeah. because it, it sounds like a, a person who's like unsure of their happiness but like there, there yeah. are some there are some lines in there yeah like that that does the mirror smile back like it's really really nice and then i i noted down a line which is uh is your smile so easily worn and then there's that pause and it just says worn away, worn away. and it's oh it's just yeah. so like that gives me goosebumps that does like yeah it's just oh, like, like the backing vocals on that one bit it's mm-hmm. like, so easily worn it's transcendent man mm-hmm. trans fucking sendent and uh i i think then like um what 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 like what bugs me a little bit and this isn't like a complaint <laughs> with the album at all is that like oh boy like so i i i, I love the album art but i hate it at the same time <laughs> like <laughs> the album art is something so special and and yeah. it's, I I still can't decipher it, and I think the thing that annoys me about it the most is it does nothing to sort of like describe what this album is, and it's just like, and maybe that's the no, point is that I, like I think it it does play into the album themes a little bit, to be honest. But if, I mean, if, when I first saw the album cover, I didn't yeah. like it that much. I just saw, like, I mean, it's not that I hated it; it's just mm-hmm. like I was perplexed by it. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like why is this man, woman, baby thing? like caressing himself or themselves with like a toy bunny rabbit it's just a strange image yeah (laughs) and then you listen to the album you're expecting like this experimental fucking avant-garde noise album because Mm -hmm. the album cover is so weird um but then you get this really gorgeous beautiful music Mm -hmm. and then you reflect back on the cover and especially like a song with movie on the way down or the song eureka or women Mm -hmm. of the world I feel like the melancholic sounds from those songs mm-hmm. feed into the character depicted on the cover. Like, yeah, maybe. This isn't a sadistic act being portrayed by the character. This is more an act of loneliness. This is more of an act of desperation. I feel like it's quite a risk of an album cover, though. Because like, like you were saying, mm. like obviously you can pull those themes and you can pull those ideas once you've listened to the album. But like every single time... Like I hate to call this YouTube core, but every single time I've uh, I've seen this album recommended to me on, on the side of YouTube, like it's just been there, yeah. just looking at me, and I'm like, that's basically the only place you can listen to it. Don't want to touch minute, that album. Like I really, really do not want to like 
go near it because like that album yeah. cover is so off-putting like honestly if it wasn't for you saying like this album's great i would have never known who jim o'rourke was i would have never known like like that i needed to check this out because like to me i think it's because like the album cover because of its color like it reminded me that i, I swear you showed me like as a joke once this this lowercase album and i don't mean the band i mean like the um like music uh, the genre lowercase yeah and it was literally just like one high-pitched note for like 40 oh, minutes yeah, and the album, album yeah. cover is like pink and uh yeah uh good morning good night i believe yeah and so i think i i somewhat associated it with that like because they were both pink album covers and i forgot which one was what um Mm. but yeah no so like it was one of those that album is terrible i fucking hate that album so much Mm. (laughs) but no honestly like this this was just like such a a wonderful and such a whole album like it just feels Mm. complete by the end of it like it, it, yeah, it just it's really absolutely. really nice it's like perfect time length to 40 minutes like it's so easy to listen to like really really easy to listen to yeah it just runs the gamut of emotions as mm-hmm. well like if you're feeling happy this is a great record if you're feeling mm-hmm. tinged with sadness this is still like a really cathartic listen it's yeah yeah 100%. wonderful so yeah, it's, it's it's odd how like I think this this could be like the definition of melancholia, just because like mm. there like like there is that sadness within right. it, but like the the instrumentation is so beautiful and sometimes grandiose and like the horn sections or like the um I I think that there's there's a track on there I think it, I think it is through the night softly it's like at the end there's like these really lovely like plucked strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that sounds yeah. so, so nice. Like, and and so like you've got all this backing instrumentation that just sounds so gorgeous and life affirming. But then obviously there's some of these lyrics that are just like you know that that that's slightly sad. But it's 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 a really really nice record. Regardless, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not like depressive sad. You know, it's, we're no, not. We're it's not, just kind of yeah. I think melancholic like, is. I'm gonna be world. lonely for my entire life. It's just kind of just like hey you okay the album you know <laughs> yeah definitely like this isn't like have a nice life depression this no 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 just like Ugh. you know a very soft depression almost mm-hmm. um so yeah if you feel like you know you want to caress yourself with a toy bunny rabbit this might be the album for you like <laughs> that's what you're going through right now i, I feel like album. more people that don't have that feeling should listen to this also um <laughs> oh yeah yeah definitely i don't want to like just you know yeah exclude an entire audience to this no, album because this is fantastic no, and yeah. yeah you absolutely should listen to it <laughs> also before we end off this review um hmm. that i do i do have a fun fact about jim o'rourke did did, oh, yeah. did you know that he was the music consultant for school of rock and he taught all the kids how to play their instruments uh, <laughs> like i'm pretty sure like maybe maybe fact check this before you put this in the episode but i'm pretty sure that's what i read somewhere and right, that like yeah. he he was the guy on set that was like teaching the kids how to play their instruments let me see let me see here i'm gonna quickly google it jim o'rourke it's a popular google result oh so it's gotta be some truth to it uh so yeah you're right with the uh school of rock shit Mm -hmm. but the top article is jim o'rourke versus icarly what he's associated with icarly as what Do you think he just became friends with Miranda Cosgrove on School of Rock? And that shit? Uh, Miranda like, Cosgrove says yeah. Jim O'Rourke taught her to sing badly. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
makes this record even better, to be honest. <laughs> Jim O'Rourke, bless your heart. We <laughs> what a legend. Honestly, what a national what hero, a, man. He really is. <laughs> what a lovely man. But, uh, yeah, so that that was Jim O'Rourke's Eureka. Uh-huh. Let's now dive into Animal uh, Collective. Yeah. Spirit, they gone. Spirit, they vanished. Oh, boy. I'm so, like, so excited to hear your thoughts because, like, no matter what they are, like, I just, I, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been waiting for this for, like, a couple three weeks, weeks now. Maybe, yeah. yeah, two, three weeks. So, mm-hmm. do you want to hear my thoughts on this record by Animal Collective? Of course I do. I think the audience does, too. Hmm? You want to hear my thoughts? Yeah. Eh. No! Oh, man, I need yeah. to get better recommending things. You do. Yeah, fuck it. I haven't loved a single record you recommended. I've actually looked through the episodes. There's not one record I've absolutely loved. Fuck Coil was me. the closest one. Huh? Coil was the closest one. Like, Music uh, Play in the Dark. I really like that record, but that, I didn't love that it. That is a really good record, though. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> fuck I, That is me. a good record. I do like that Coil record. Mm. But yeah, I just didn't love it. And then all the other ones since then... Nah, you recommended me the worst album I listened to, and that was the feeling. Yeah, but come on, that was within so, like our worst episode, though. Yeah, but like one of the worst albums I've ever listened to. Like that's mad. That's impressive. Well, at least I can have that. So you, yeah, you're good at recommending <laughs> records on the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> so, I mean, I I, I want to know why you think this album is only air because like this this is like yeah. to me this is like breaching top twenty like for me. Like, oh. I'm not even joking. Like, I have been obsessed with this album since I've listened to it. Like, I mean, like, to be honest, I am interested to see why you're so invested in this record because I've tried numerous times to get into this record. Okay. I just can't. All right. Can't do it because it's so emotionally barren. See, I I feel like literally the opposite. I literally feel the complete opposite. The vocals are way too distant and they're way too far from the mix. And like everything, song structure wise, it just doesn't evoke anything in me oh. that I want to listen any further than I, you know, I just don't want to listen to much more of it. That makes at me a so certain sad. point. So yeah, I don't know. It's just this is literally considered like one of their middling. best albums as well. I mean, like audiences will call me basic for saying this, but Meriwether Post Pavilion is their best record. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really not. Um, no, it is. <laughs> Sung Tongs is their because... best record. Um... And admittedly, I haven't listened to that one. But like no. the ones I have listened to, Strawberry Jam, this one. See, I, like... I, I think even Strawberry Jam's better than Merryweather. Don't get no, me wrong. I no. love Merryweather. Like, I adore Merryweather. But... Again, it's just like a thing with Animal Collective. I just can't get into them. I just they, they don't click anything within me. Oh, you know, no. they don't turn on any switches within inside me. Whereas Merryweather, that is just a pop album made by Animal Collective. Mm-hmm. The rest of this discography, I feel, is just Animal Collective making an album. Mm-hmm. Merryweather is a pop album that just so happens to be made by Animal Collective. If that makes sense. It is a great album. I ain't going to disagree there. But I, I, I want to yeah. hear a little bit more about your, your feelings and spirit. So, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I, I was bored. I was just no. not emotionally invested in it. Because, um, oh, like, it's very middling. And like this thing, I'm not saying it's a bad record. Mm-hmm. It's not a terrible record. I didn't hate listening to it. Yeah, it's just I just couldn't care. 
really but... couldn't care. That was like I, I I didn't expect you to love it as much as I did, but I did not expect this kind of response. This is nah, wow. it's a solid five. A uh, solid five. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. No. Uh, <laughs> like oh, uh, but Great like dad. for me, like I I think <laughs> I'm I think mad. I, I'm just disappointed. I think I love it for like all the reasons that you're saying. You don't like for me, like you're saying about the song structures, but I love it. I feel like every track has like a progression in it that like you just don't see coming. Like it builds upon uh, everything it does. Like, like every time there's like a chorus comes up, it will then like switch like how to then come out of that chorus and into the next section of the song. Like each song to me feels progressive and in in terms of credits agree with like, that. yeah it, it oh like, I, especially I, I don't feel yeah i don't feel like the progressions are exciting oh i do because you know? then like there, there are bits where like av tears vocals like go from like obviously like whisper quiet sometimes and then like suddenly they'll be like really really like shouted as like panda bears drums just like kick in and it's just um, you know, oh, pa- Panda, Panda Bear's drums. credit on this album is literally just drums, but it, he's credited as perfect percussion, and I, I think that is mm. like the the correct description for this because I think Panda Bear's drumming on this album is immaculate. Like it's all like done with what sounds like brushes on, like it's very very kind of yeah. like jazzy and free. Um, it's it, it's like a really soft like lightning bolt. Or like Zach Hill, like um, like if if Zach Hill like picks up brushes instead of drumsticks, like it's it's like kind of eclectic, sure. but it's really really nice. I don't know. Yeah, I mean oh. it is really good drumming. The mm. the problem I have with the drums is they're so fucking high in the mix. It's all I can hear. <laughs> like <laughs> the mixing is awful. On no, album. it's not it's so bad. Nah, like the vocals I... are way low down. The drums are way high up. The synthesizers are just piercing that just like they shoot through everything and like i could barely hear any bass no the, I, was, any I was gonna tail in it i was gonna compliment like, like the bass lines in this thing like especially like damn thing from it on like chocolate girl thing. as well like you've got that like bass hanging in the background that's like can't hear it yes you can no it might be my ears but like i've tried different setups i tried earphones headphones speakers couldn't hear it but then, like, my, my favorite track on the album is Alvin Rowe, which is the last track, the 12-minute track. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, literally, like, after, like, the chorus, there, there is the, the bass line, so it'll be like that. Alvin Rowe. And then you've got that... Like, the bass I mean, yeah, is I... really prominent. I, I think the bass is really prominent tracks, in this. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just, like, on, on a lot of the songs, this, the mixing is wank. Really I don't think it's we like, disagree this fi. much on like an album before. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's low fi for sure, but not yeah. in an appealing way. You yeah. Know? So like you know for a fact that Public Strain by Women is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, yeah, not of course. my favorite album of all time. That's very low fi in nature. Right? Yeah. It's very fuzzy. It's very distorted. You can't hear the vocals the... very well. Yeah. No, the difference <laughs> is. I can hear the vocals, and the lyrics are intelligible. They are like, drenched still... in reverb, though. Drenched in reverb, but they're still there. Avi's voice, mm-hmm. like literally, just like like you can barely fucking hear him. Only He's like on a some toddler tracks. in the back of a preschool. Like I'll like, give you really shy to put his hand up. I can hardly hear him. Unlike the title track, like 
I would give you that because then you've just got like these ear splitting noises like that are like really high pitched like yeah it's, just and it's like really eclectic and then um, like it's just the fact I could barely hear them and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden on uh, April and the Phantom which is oh, my favorite yeah. song that is like, a great song I will like like that little mm-hmm. breakdown like that that's good that's a good bit mm-hmm. um but yeah like just that's got prominent in... bass in it as well. Ah, shut up about the bass, right? <laughs> shut up. I'm just saying the mixing's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, like the uh, the vocals are so low down throughout most of that track, and then like whenever he goes like she, she ran out to meet, she, like, he yeah. just like goes she absolutely animalistic until yeah. like he's basically shouting. It's like, ugh, why can't I hear you most of the time? And then you just scare the fuck out of me with something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, like, I, it's, it's not creative it's not like it's so like, bizarre it's that i love this album for every reason that you don't ah, i think that's just two different personalities you know we that look at different mad, things in music but like i, I think i've just got to start coming to the conclusion that you're just never really going to like animal collective and that hurts me i don't think yeah i don't, I don't know I, I want to like them i'm mm. i'm I've yet to listen to Sung Tongs, so I'm willing to give that a go. Don't listen to um, Dance Manatee. I don't even like that shit. Like, that is okay. full-on a noise album. Like, it, it came after this. Well, and... actually, you know what? That that might be up my alley. Who the fuck knows, man? <laughs> like... No, no, no. As in, like, you know how, like, you can't fucking hear any... Like, you say that you can't hear any vocals in this. Like, yeah. imagine if the vocals were turned down even more and all the ear-splitting noises in this album were turned up way higher and then they fuzzed it to fuck out and basically mm-hmm. there's no song structure. That's okay. dance. That's dance I mean, manatee. I'm not saying I'm going to like it, but I might enjoy it more than this one. Because it's just, it at least it admits it's a noise I album. really, really doubt it. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a shot at some point. Fuck. But, shot, but here comes here but comes yeah, the Indian right. is is kind of like a mix between like ambient and a lightning bolt record if it was made by Animal Collective. Yeah, and like I'll, I'll give them this. Like I admire the fact that they try different things with each record. Like yeah. every record sounds different mm-hmm. in a way. It's just like from what I've heard, I'm not just invested in their ethos or their aesthetic mm. or anything. The reason I like Meriwether so much is it's just a pop album with Animal Collective's mm. name on it. It doesn't, yeah. and like a lot of fans will agree with me with this, it's not really an Animal Collective record. It's just a pop album made by Animal Collective. No, no, it's definitely an Animal Collective record. Like it's a, it's, it's a pop album with Animal Collective tendencies. Yeah, it's not yeah. an Animal Collective record. If that makes sense. No, I'm gonna disagree, but because yeah. because because each of their albums sounds so different, like it it's like it still feels like an Animal Collective record. But it's you're you're right. It it is mainly like pop, like as a as a whole entire thing. Whereas yeah. like everything else they've done, like they've done freak folk, they've done like noise music. That I don't even know how to describe Spirit to be honest. Like it's. Yeah. <sighs> Boring. Besides me, uh, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Describe it as that. Uh, I'm just even thinking about like, uh, I don't know. All the, I love all these tracks. I think my my least favorite is Untitled, which is like the three minute like cut where it's just yeah, basically it's just like, it's noise. Like... Huh? 
it's an interlude basically yeah exactly i'm i'm not i'm not a massive fan of interludes anyway and there's two on this album um yeah everyone whistling and uh untitled uh, yeah untitled and someday i'll grow to be as tall as a giant is kind of an interlude it's Mm, very short yeah um but like songs like larapet and bat your fly like i i genuinely like I it's not like I feel emotional like it's not like I'm gonna cry but like to me like the way that these songs progresses and the sounds that they create um through their weird like experimentation and the bass lines and the drumming like I do feel an emotional connection with this like I really mm. do and so it, it, it to me if anything it's really interesting to hear the complete opposite take like it really is um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like because even it, on like PMC, doesn't... like people rate this all the time as Animal Collective's best. I mean, like I, I do know that many people do rate this as their best. Mm. I, I I just don't see the appeal, annoyingly, and like I want to see the appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be left out. No, of course not. <laughs> Although, okay, right. So you, we were talking about Shushu earlier. Um, yeah. So. I, I did read one comment. I haven't listened to this album yet, but I, I think you have. So I really want to know what your thoughts on this. Someone said that mm-hmm. Spirit They've Gone um, is just a boneless a promise. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it is. That, I need to listen yeah, to okay, A Promise, like, don't I? <laughs> yeah, man. Maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> because A Promise, A Promise is very emotional. It mm-hmm. is very just like, soul sucking in the best way possible mm-hmm. but yeah spirit they've gone it, you don't feel that. like yeah it, it tries to be uh cathartic and grand and i don't know emotional but it, it doesn't it just doesn't click anything within oh. me but then like i oh see like i i could this is the thing i could gush about this album for ages because i have been like fucking obsessed with it like been listening mm-hmm. like throughout the entire and, you know, of gonna, january like it was yeah, just i'm not gonna like discredit you for like nah. this album because i can i can see enough of the appeal to understand why mm-hmm. you like it it's just personally personally doesn't mm-hmm. do anything for me no like, and i think that's for what i look for music it doesn't tick the boxes no yeah i guess not I, and I, and I guess it wouldn't for like everyone. It, this definitely wouldn't be an album for like general listeners either. Like I think the thing no, is, I, I I originally tried to listen to it a year ago, but the problem is, I, I I I you know I had a really bad habit back in the day of like when first listening to an album, playing it through my laptop speakers. Terrible idea. Oh, yeah. um, no, and so I remember putting this on like whilst I was washing up or something like a year ago, and the first track obviously has like this really really high pitch frequencies in it, like that are just like kind of yeah. ear splitting. And I remember just like getting through that track and just being like. I don't want to carry on. <laughs> Fuck this shit, I'm out. And then it wasn't until I, I was really bored this January and I didn't know what to listen to. And I was like, well, I guess it's time to just finally give it a go. And I did. And mm. I loved it. And yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. Like I, I, I think to moments like in, in Alvin Rowe, um like th- there's that that breakdown bit with like the piano where it's like this really, really gorgeous, like bling, bling. And it just like kind of like sounds really out of key, and then it just builds up into this like big crashing of like the drums and this lovely piano part, and it's lovely. I, I don't know. That I think is like the best song because it's like it's so progressive. You know, it's twelve minutes long, so much stuff goes in like goes on in that track, and I don't know. Oh, yeah, just love it. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. Like, I, it's been very fascinating to see like the the differences we've been having. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, at least we agree I, again, on the Jim O'Rourke. <laughs> yeah, like we we agree on the Jim O'Rourke. The old Jim O'Rourke makes me happy. Makes me happy. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. This one, did, nah. I've. You know what? Nah. I'm really hoping that my recommendation this week is going to well, be that one. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. It was like I've been this is like the what seventh, eighth episode of this is Rate or Hate? Seventh. I think this is seventh, yeah. Seventh. So yeah. You got some like making up to do. <laughs> it's not that I've been meaning to. I've been thinking that you would enjoy these. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I mean, every time I recommend something. Yeah. Uh, well not every time. There are certain times where like, I don't consider what you yeah no nah. most times most times I do try to think like okay Connor's gonna enjoy this bit he's gonna enjoy this bit like I I'm recommending it just because I like it but you know I do try to recommend stuff that I know you're gonna like like Sean Kingston way. High School oh, Musical yeah. again and not all the time M's recovery not all the time maybe that's <laughs> half of the episodes we've already done. <laughs> You can't bullshit me here, son. <laughs> Mate, okay, well, two two of those were themed, okay, mm-hmm. and uh, the Sean Kingston one, like, I just, admittedly, that was a troll, okay? <laughs> that was just a troll. But the other ones, I've done a pretty good job on the other ones, wouldn't you say? Uh, I'm trying to think back to what Postal Service, to. Oh, yeah, no, to be fair, Postal Service is, like, a classic. So Sparks. Yeah. Sparks, man. Yeah, uh, this Jim O'Rourke record now. But like, then again, like, I, I mean, I don't know whether it was, it wasn't my intentions to troll, but like that KKB, like, I, I, I thought you might actually like it, but you were you, putting you it were off. You were trolling me, man. You were trolling no, me. I wasn't. <laughs> I, I thought genuinely that like you hadn't listened to it, you were putting it off because you, you thought you'd hate it, and I loved it, and I was just like, you gotta listen to it. And so I use it as a front to push you to, to listen to stuff you wouldn't have otherwise. Well, thank you. There, didn't there love you it, but I didn't hate it. So, I mean, I guess that is your biggest yeah. success story. And at least you can now have an opinion on it without trashing on it. I, I didn't trash it before. I just yeah, didn't you wanna, did. I just didn't want to listen to it. I just uh, I trashed their fans. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't trash yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, you really liked the Richard D. James album when we revisited that. I didn't really like it. I liked it. Bullshit. Listen back to the episode. Yeah. You really liked it. <laughs> I, didn't really, I didn't really like I had lots of reservations for it. <laughs> I liked it more than previously. So, yeah. Well, I did you know. well there. Nah, I didn't love it. It, it. You've yet to recommend me an 8 out of 10. That's your goal. Oh Well, I mean, should, should we get into the recommendations of uh, this week? Because this week is themed. Yes, we and, shall. And this one's particularly mm. difficult for me. So... Okay. And I say that because, like, so it, shall, I, shall I say what the theme is? Yeah. Yeah, you might as well, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the theme is is that we, 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 we feel like we don't talk about enough hip-hop on this podcast when we, we both we both love hip-hop. We both listen to a lot of it. Um, but you've listened to a considerably, like, larger amount of hip-hop than I have. So... I mean, yeah, you, you say that. Uh, I'm not, like, a hip-hop connoisseur or anything, but, like... We listen I to more experimental... Yeah, I'm I'm well versed in like backpack rap and you know underground hip hop, but like in terms of general hip hop, you know I, I'm there's a lot of catching up for me to do. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of classics I haven't listened to. There's a, a lot of new records that are coming out at, at the minute that I just either can't be fucked with or I just have no interest in. Yeah. So, but you know, we, I think we, we do, we do us, love hip-hop. Like, yeah, like, like we both love hip-hop, but I think uh, it's safe to say... Um, we've been very naughty boys in terms of hip-hop. Like, it's definitely been yeah. the um, neglected child in our music libraries. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. We're, like, more into, like, noisy shit. And, like... Yeah, and, like, we're, we're white. We're sorry, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are. So, to rectify this, to rectify yeah. our, the error of our ways, we're going to recommend some hip-hop albums to each other. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we haven't listened to them already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think you've listened to the record I'm going to recommend you. Okay. Uh, actually, no. Guaranteed you haven't listened to the record I'm going to okay. recommend you. Uh, I don't good. know what record you're recommending me. Because I, I think you let it slip during like a messenger conversation. I did, but I've, have you forgotten, forgotten it already? I've forgotten, yeah. Oh, okay. That's I lead, all right. I lead a busy life. Like I can't remember. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> all right. So, well, shoot. Sh- shall, I, shall I shoot first? Go on, mate. Pew, pew. Okay, so I went through my music library and I'm convinced that this was the only hip-hop album I had in there that Josh hadn't listened to. Um, <laughs> and it's it's a certified hip-hop classic, like, regarded as one, like, through and through. And that is Fuji's... Soldier Boy Tell Em. Uh, what? Fuji's The <laughs> Score. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember now. Yeah. Classic hip-hop trio uh, uh like 1994 i want to say and it's just like a really really solid like early like 90s hip-hop album like can't say too much more about it it's got some classic classic songs on there like that you'll mm. probably remember kill like hearing softly. before killing yeah. killing me softly is on there like that's that's really good um how how many mics oh so good yeah no it's, it's, it's a really really solid i'm i'm hoping this might be the album to 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 get that Hopefully. 8 out of 10. It is a classic. It is considered so, a classic. So if, if anything yeah. like it's it's not that like uh, you know I'm trying to be like oh I I want to I want Josh to hear this album and you know but he might not like it. Like this this is just mm. like a well-rounded like well-reviewed like classic of a hip hop album. So Yeah, you have, have the it. backing of the hip hop. I have I have side. Yeah. So fair enough. Fair enough. And yeah, I haven't listened to it. So I'm very happy to divulge into that record. finally get on to chance yeah boy mm-hmm. uh should be a good one hopefully anyway for your hopefully. sake <laughs> <laughs> i need it i need that that one where you agree you with need me. my approval man <laughs> starting to, to starting to like regret my music taste <laughs> <laughs> must be don't... approved <laughs> don't regret your music taste just regret this friendship <laughs> like nah Because like all we talk about is music, and yeah, I don't like most of the music you recommend me. It's not that a good relationship. Is... Jesus. It's, it's not good, <laughs> so is yeah, it? speaking of recommendations, my recommendation for mm. you yeah, is huh? uh, a record that isn't on streaming services, so you will need to find it. Fuck. I'll, send you, I'll send you files. Lovely. Don't worry. Um, and just by saying that, you should probably figure out this is a very underground record. Uh, one very obscure hip hop release. So yeah, it was released in early two thousands, two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, very obscure, even to this day, not many people talk about it. It has its cult following. 
but it's a relatively unknown album. I think I know where this is going. But I don't think you do, actually. I, okay. I don't think you do. Um, the record I'm going to recommend you is the self-titled record by Cloud Dead. Yeah, no, I didn't see it going that way. But I've heard mm. of this. So that's yeah, exciting. yeah, yeah. So this is a deeply experimental hip-hop album. Not deeply. It's not like a noise Ooh. album or anything. But mm. it's kind of like a precursor to Vaporwave and Chill Wave. Okay. With, like rap. Okay. It's a very, very soothing, hypnotic listen mm-hmm. uh, with incredible lyrics, amazing production for the time, mm-hmm. and just a deeply atmospheric aura around it. It's, it's just a unique moment in hip-hop, to be honest. And I don't think... Oh many albums have come close to replicating what this album did. So Cloud Dead with Cloud Dead. Nice. All right. Yeah. So got a classic on my end. We've got an underground Underground classic classic on your end. So this this will be an interesting... uh... you know, the tables have turned because I'm pretty sure I'm going to like your recommendation and you'll finally win me over. But I I don't know if you're going to like this one. I don't you know don't, if you're gonna you like don't my think I will? I, I mean, I think you'll appreciate it. I don't know if you're going to love it. I don't I don't know what the fuck you're going right. to think, to be honest. How how long is the record? I know that's always my um, question. Because hip-hop tends to be really confusing. Sometimes it can, it, sometimes they'll, like, hip-hop albums will be, like, 75 minutes long. And then sometimes yeah. they'll be, like, half an hour. And it is... It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's 75 minutes. Uh, is it actually... Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's it? uh, Fucking... it's like thirteen songs. It's not many songs. Yeah, okay. So it, it's very lengthy in terms of song length. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a seventy five minutes roughly. Bloody hell! Why is it it's a damn problems? good seventy five? minutes I fucking I that is pitch perfect though, isn't it? What did I say? Seventy five minutes. And you tell me it's seventy. <laughs> You're gonna minutes. miss me when I'm gone. I am impressed with myself. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Is is this where the term cloud rap came from? Possibly. Yeah. Maybe actually. I don't know. It is. It's definitely like. I mean, the album cover has clouds on it. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think. Um, Probably SoundCloud. We'll do some research. Thing, like, yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, yeah, it could be from SoundCloud. Yeah, but we'll do some research before the episode. Um, Man, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I have I haven't listened to yeah. I was I was avoiding listening to certain hip hop records because I didn't know what you were going to recommend me. Like so. Oh yeah, what do you think I was going to recommend you? Um, I originally thought that you were gonna like. I had it in my head that you might recommend me some Outcast, but I also had. I, I was it, tempted. Yeah. I also had it because we were talking about Shabazz Palaces the other week that I thought you might recommend me. Yeah, Blow but you already listened to Black Up. You already listened to Black Up. There no, no, no. I thought I thought you might you might recommend me Diggable Planets. Ah, right, right. Yeah, mm. I mean, like, I, I think um, I decided this when you let it slip that you're gonna pick the Fugees. Ah. I didn't want to pick another classic like jazzy hip hop record. That ah, I see. So you wanted time. some sort of like yeah, yeah I wanted like diversity. a difference and like general classic underground classic dynamic mm-hmm. you know what i mean no, that makes sense that makes sense yeah Decent. Um, so yeah should should be a good one so next week or whenever the fuck it comes out mm-hmm. rate or hate we've got the fujis the score versus cloud dead's self-titled record can connor finally Ooh. impress josh with something from his music library. Uh, who knows? See, the thing is, like, we joke about this. Like, obviously, like, 
like we do like a lot of the same stuff. Like yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, it's it just, just not so happens that every podcast. time I go to recommend you something, you're you're less in love with it than I am. <laughs> yeah, it's just we do have similar music tastes, guys. It's mm-hmm. just this podcast doesn't do a good job of showing that. <laughs> I think it's because a lot of the stuff that we share and love, we've both already listened to. And that wouldn't exactly yeah, be I a recommendation so. if, if if I were yeah, to, and like, were to uh, recommend albums we've already heard. Yeah, and like a lot of new records that come out, like we mm-hmm. genuinely just talk about them. And then if we like them, we'll just, you know, we'll shoot a message over Messenger saying, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. check this out. Yeah, it's good. But yeah. Like, yeah, I think the records we choose to feature on the podcast, um, they're either like older records or like records more close to our hearts. And that's where the differences start to come yeah it's interesting <laughs> though because obviously like yeah. we 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 uh it's, it's a wide array of albums that we've talked about already like load covering loads of different genres and obviously mm. like i think sometimes it, it would be a bit boring if we just had the exact same things to say like you know yeah definitely. having that yeah. little bit of diversity or somebody having a reservation about an album can open up a whole different discussion you know and that's the great thing about podcasting and uh exactly great thing about music about. as well oh god yeah you know, if we all like the same thing it'd be a boring fucking place fucking too right like love love what love whatever you want to love and it's just like if, so, mm. if someone tells you your shit for it like fuck them like, honestly yeah. yeah although if you do like animal collective like mm. yeah fuck people who like animal collective am i right yeah god we're so shit i actually i actually agree with you that's something we agree on oh god <laughs> oh i love them <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh tune in next time yeah or rate or hate or mm-hmm. record rodeo or check the labels or check the label, our new series where we mm-hmm. uh, research and explore a record label. Uh, check out the latest episode on Sub Pop. Next episode will be coming out soon-ish, whenever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, check us out on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, what's the other platforms we're on? Spotify. That's yep. a big one. That's that's uh, the main one. <laughs> that's the main one. I don't know why I forgot that one most. Uh, Pocket Casts. Anywhere you can find a podcast anchor. check us out on there uh anchor uh anchor fm uh you can follow me uh on instagram at i am josh ferguson you can follow connor on twitter at among underscore the living and you can follow the talking music yeah. podcast on instagram and twitter at talking music podcast and that Lovely. has been the talking music podcast i keep saying talking music podcast it's kind of becoming redundant it's it is talking music podcast Talking music podcast, talking music podcast, talking music podcast, talking music podcast, talking music podcast. Talking music podcast, talking music podcast. See, like they just yeah, it's lost all meaning now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now it's been a talking music podcast. It feels weird. Uh, where we, you guessed it, talked about music. What what? Say what?